0: Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast. It's great to have my guest here today who I've been wanting to talk to for a long time. Karina Schelling, welcome, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: it's great. Good to chat. We've kind of um, met originally on uh, Mr. John Polly's uh, mentorship and um, a couple of times and um, stayed in touch ever since really, haven't we?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a complete groupie of yours now.
0: <laughs> That's very kind of you to say so. Um and the reason I wanted to talk to you, you know, and, and sort of have your um, experience and perspective was is because you've got such a an interesting business. And I chatted to um, Dana Kahu um, a while back, and there's some similarities between um, so your your um, business model and hers. Some, and hers, and, and I'll tell you hers. So the you use the connect, move, and laugh as your sort of key pillars, and um, she uses connect um, move and play and it's um, and I was thinking about this yesterday knowing that we were going to be chatting I thought I hadn't thought about this before but you know there's there's a lot of similarities there's a lot of this you know it's about people connecting not only with each other but connecting with themselves and um, and I I think we're we're going to probably have a chance to go into that in a bit of depth as as we go through this this chat Um, but give us a bit of background Karina in terms of um how you got into the industry uh, you know where your business is at what you do and so on
1: okay so I've been in the industry 15 years now and I started off working in an all-women's gym then went into working at the Christchurch City Council for eight years but at the same time as working there I had my own little studio in Christchurch and it worked really well both of those those together but back I was more into um, more strength conditioning athletes mm. and running and that's what I did then yeah sadly in um, 2016 my whole world changed when I lost myself in a terrible accident yep. and, and so I've, I lost myself and lost being coach and that whole world mm. sort of thing and I had to sort of re-establish myself and I moved to Wellington a little while and I'm also a life coach so I had lots of um, strategies and lots of things to help myself but um, it, it took a little while and I went going and then I and then I met my friend Lisa and we sort of set up a little a company um, that was well it was her company called a box of chocolates and I was like and um, it just all just sort of started off as me just sort of helping out and we we wanted to get people into a group and we did like workshops and then we took them on like a eight week like gentle movement and mm. went at, at the end and this is what I did sort of in the early stages of my grief and yep. that's when this connection came together right you know, I could see that people that were in grief and going through trauma how this like movement and also sort of materialized and then about three years later and um, we, we um our program got a program of excellence for the ah. uh, and, uh, and so that was really good and it worked really really well but then the next the, the next look the lockdown last time both of us we, we were going in different directions we're still brilliant good friends but then I decided that I was sort of hiding under her her umbrella a little bit and and I think it's because I wasn't confident of being who I was mm. but just down, I started to sort of get a bit more confident, and I started doing the next level stuff. And then I wanted to go out on my own, and that's where yeah. connecting with laugh came about. And it was the connection, the moving together, and the laughing is the key, really.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's where I am now.
0: That's powerful. What, so, how did you um, how did you put those things together? How did you kind of crystallize it into those three words?
1: I think it, the, the mostly is the connection that um, I, I knew that when I was in my deep grief and very, very sad, I, I had to, the first thing I need to do was a connection with others yeah. and the, the hugs, the talking. So that, that was massive to me. Obviously being a movement coach and exercise was what I knew. That's where the movement came into. It. And then, through the next level and I learned all about the mobility I just realized how just that moving could just free up your body and your mind all at the same time and then without a doubt laughing is what lifts my mood and I laugh every day about all all sorts of things but you've only got somebody together and I could I'm not sure if it's just me but I'm sure everybody does I just create laughter and um, and the sessions and so that's how it came yeah
0: yeah 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 that's awesome um And I saw on your website, you've summed those three up as a a way you've found your way through the trauma. Um, So your journey has been a a process of kind of finding the formula that worked for you, that you can then help with other clients. Do do you find that you're attracting those sorts of people naturally and and they're the people that that gravitate to you?
1: Definitely. I I think it's the... I think people trust me and, and, and I think when I sort of talk about my story and give people hope, then people are like oh they want a little bit of that hope as well, and, um, and then together like because of the life coaching side as well, so it all sort of incorporates, and um, so I do a little bit of everything and and so it depends on what people so when people come now where it used to be a personal training session and they would come regardless of how they felt they would come do their exercise now somebody walks through the door and you can just tell that they need to talk more then we'll have a life coaching session mm. if they're feeling more unwell then we might do the lymphatic and I have my massage bed set up at home as well or we do the movement and I think this kind of uh, mix and match I call it and um, just things people that if they don't feel like moving then we don't have to yeah. and people, I think we will like it you know?
0: yeah yeah it's beautiful it just <clears throat> you've got a lovely um array I guess a menu of options that um will suit the right sort of person that's obviously gravitating towards you and be able to provide enough choice or options on the day that they can still get some benefit from seeing you and it may not necessarily yeah. be what they're expecting to walk in and do.
1: Yeah. And quite often people say to me, I just, sometimes I will let them know the day before the morning, how are you are feeling today? What kind of session would you like? And they say, oh, we'll leave it up to you. You, you always know, know what to do. So <laughs> sometimes half and half, we do maybe half hour, a little bit of mobility. And then um, I have the, the bed already with the electric blanket on. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it works so well. Yeah, like, people yeah. leave like, Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. You, you clearly got a strong intuition in terms of being able to read people as well, in terms of what, you know, what state they're in when they come in, you may already have some warnings. Sometimes you may not. You've obviously done that a number of times is, or is it, is that life experience or is that session experience? What would you put that down to? Well, I've
1: been trained um, as the the, uh, New Zealand life coaching which was intuitive coaching so Uh i think partly um i've been taught intuitive but i think it's also an inbuilt um intuition that you have and Mm. and people believe in different things but i sometimes can sense (laughs) even before somebody's turned off what what they're going to be like but um i think that goes into a different realm really but um it's yeah i I just have this kind of innate kind of feeling about
0: things yeah fascinating can you go into a bit more depth of the the, the intuitive life coaching how how does that work Or well, yeah i don't know much about it
1: yeah so it's it's a lot to do with the way that you visualize things and how you can change your thoughts around something that's possibly negative into a positive right so it's um check wording but there's also it's like questioning so you're Question people slightly different to normal. So it might be for something like I might say to you, What's your favourite um, cartoon character? Something like that. Okay. And- you would say something what you like. Tom and Jerry. And, um, <laughs> which one? Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom
0: and Jerry.
2: And so then I would say, you know, like why do you like Tom and Jerry? And so there's
1: you can go a little bit deeper. So it's just by saying that, you know, that makes you quite like um, fun, you know. But you, you could have chosen somebody, I don't know, like a Prince Charming or something like yeah. that. And then we sometimes those kind of questions take people off guard. Right. And and um and depending on what i'm wanting to for them to share with me then you can it opens up a whole thing that some people will start finding out maybe that they really want to own their own company for some from a question just like that and yeah and it just opens up but because it's such a bizarre question um yeah people are not thinking yeah they just Uh... rapidly say and um and they don't really know and then you start sort of saying oh why do you like that you know, do you, you know, are you, I won't do it now, but, you know, are you Tom or are you Jerry? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, and yeah, and it sort of just opens up in a subconscious way, uh, this kind of, like, questions. It works really well.
0: Fascinating. Yeah, Yeah. it sounds like, um, it sounds like the the question they're not expecting is almost a short circuit. Um, It takes them out of their, their current state and sort of sends them off down a different path. Yeah, definitely.
1: Mm. And then we do—I do a lot of movement, to breath, and meditation as well. So on those kinds of sessions, depending on it, it's always different. It's never kind of set. Mm. And it might be that somebody's really quite anxious when they're talking, and so yeah. we'll just do some nice, gentle breathing. And then I can take on a visualization, and, and it could be something like that they were thinking about going away. For maybe on a weekend or something and then I'll take on a visual of possibly of where they're going and I don't know how it even works I can almost picture even though I've never been there before yeah. and I can sense what they're thinking it's really very deep mm-hmm. and they like leave and it's like it sort of happens it sort of implants that this is going to happen and then it does and yeah. I, I'm not sure how it works but it. it and um, yeah, it's, it's very very powerful because it gives people hope and the control. Yeah,
2: them.
0: yeah. So, so they've already made the plan to go away for a weekend, or they no, thought no, they've only they've, thought about it.
1: Thought about it, and it's something that they'd like to do, but they haven't done it yet. Okay. And it could, be, it could be a job, or that's just an example. It yeah, could be an, yeah. It's something that they're wanting to do, yeah. but um, yeah and it could be an interview and then we would go down the line of an interview and getting them even what they're going to wear, you know, picture, ah. like you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. and kind of words that you're going to use
2: mm. and confidence,
1: mm. all those, it sort of goes into your subconscious and mm. then they, they feel more confident because it's almost like they've got this, like I don't know, like a, an energy around them yeah. that they can then go ahead and do. Cause they can almost picture it. They can see themselves doing it.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it sounds sounds familiar with some of the NLP stuff I've just started doing, which is um, about uh, well formed outcomes, yeah. and it's and it's not only about visualization, but it asks you to think about the different senses involved in in having that experience. And it sounds there's some similarity there because you're having to process it on multiple sensual levels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah anything, and you can do it with food, anything. Really.
0: Right, yeah,
1: right, yeah. And generally, and I would say that people that come in with maybe a question, it's never, ever that question ever. Never. Whatever they come in with is never normally the problem. It's always something different.
0: Really, really. So is it just about asking the right questions to find what it is?
1: Yeah, and they sometimes don't even know what it is until they say it, and then
0: it's like,
1: oh, oh not like Oh,
0: oh yeah. right. It's
1: quite deep. It's like a subconscious thing.
0: So then, you've kind of sown the seed. If they've planned to or they wanted to go away for a weekend or whatever it is, then um, it's more likely to happen and it's more likely to come true in terms of them making that plan.
1: Happen. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'll be like an accountable person saying, um, "Let me know when you book that."
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And then they write back and say, "I've booked it," <laughs> yeah. or, or they've gone, or they've put that phone call, or they've. Yeah you know that done what they've needed to do or spoken yep. to somebody um, it could be it could be many things
0: okay mm-hmm. so there's that little bit of accountability that's quite important at the end there that's it and yeah.
1: as I'm talking, I write it down as well in pictures and then I will write it out to them as um, an action plan as well
2: so, oh, they, right.
1: so if it's something like a bit more meaty then they've got things to do then they have at home one to
0: do as right, well right right yeah.
1: Especially so if somebody's maybe on a, um, a six-week kind of program, then mm. then you're working on, on, on all those things as well. Mm. And we over them yeah. and have you done this. Same as if, if you were having somebody doing um, a new exercise mobility, same kind of thing. Yep. Really? You're saying, have you reached your actions? Are you doing this? Because I yes. think it, it won't work unless you're actually yeah, yeah. working hard.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. And I, I, I've written this a... I've taken a sentence from one of your testimonials, where science and sparkle meet. I love that.
1: Yeah, I think that was to do with the lymphatic.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay.
1: So, um When they, you know, you're thinking you're going to come for maybe something a bit more sort of medical, I suppose, um, mm. but not like that at all. We all do it differently, um, and so when somebody comes for a lymphatic experience, we've got like. Um, the essence spot burning, nice candles um, and it's in the same room that they would also do the mobility so yeah. they're a bit shocked, they come in it's
2: like oh
1: ah. <laughs> and I wear a different uniform and, um, and, it's, and it's quite different and because it is sort of, a, the lymphatic is medical obviously we're trying to clear the toxins but yeah. because we do it we're in a kind of massagey like we've got meditation music mm. it's, I think that's where they got that kind of that session
0: oh, i see
1: yeah sort of like it yes fine.
0: <clears throat> i like it as
1: well because we make it fun so instead of it being like a physio session where
2: some mm. people,
1: they come with a bad hip saying and um and it's not just like sitting there. just it's it's more fun we we put, play games into it and
0: yeah and it, yeah you know,
1: yeah
0: so that's why I like it yeah I like it yeah it's nice sounds like you've gone to um a great great lengths to to make it a real experience rather than just a session which you know most people would expect so going above and beyond
1: yeah but the other reason that probably happens is because since the since my trauma I don't work as many hours and so I used to work you know silly hours my diary used to be and yeah. now I'm very much more mindful of my own energy, and so I feel now I can give more to other people because um, I don't work as many hours, and I I would never do back to back now where I used to. Right. Uh, Make sure that I've got a good hour, um, if not longer, in between people, so I can give them that experience.
0: Yes, so you're far more recharged when you when you yeah. start the session than you, you would be if yeah. you'd uh, if you'd gone four hours back to back. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So I think that's. As well but that sort of suits me and suits my clients and and i'm a much sort of more energized person for
0: it yeah i like that that's, that's such an important thing isn't it in terms of saying what our week should look like and and balancing the income with the energy because those are the two things we're kind of trading aren't they it's so easy to just trade energy for money but the quality kind of slowly gets less and less and less as the week goes on and And people's experiences are different from a Monday to a Friday, potentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I feel that I do definitely feel I'm a better coach now. I think I, you know, I used to work very. I don't don't think they I did a bad service. It's just that it was very, very different. It was very kind of exercise focused. Yeah. I I I didn't feel like I had to give as much energy, but now because I'm tuning into people more, Mm. um, I I need my energy a bit more.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so tell me more about that qualification with the with the life coaching. Is that something that took a while to, to work through? Is it a, a decent sort of amount of investment of time?
1: It was an intense week, um, really long days. Oh, okay. We had to do, I can't remember how many, I think it was like 20, you know, you had to have 20 client cases Yeah. and um, that kind of thing. But it's sort of like a bit of like one of those ongoing ones as well. So you ah. can just back in again and um do extra little courses. Sometimes they're free, sometimes you pay.
2: Yeah.
1: And a lot of things like that. I don't think I've ever stopped, which is why I do mentoring programs really. I quite like the I like the I like to have a mentor I don't think I've never had a mentor. I think I've always had one.
0: Is Um, that right?
1: Yeah. And uh, um and I I think you grow from other people sort of helping you and supporting you as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So has that been an accidental thing where you've kind of always had a mentor in your professional life?
1: i think it started off when i first went came out of college um it was in the first times it was like a long time ago when the i think it was it's a college of fitness then went into a qualification yeah this was the nzif qualification and yep. i had a mentor then and he well he was well, not a mentor he was the course instructor yeah. and he was then starting off his own business and yep. and was probably one of the first people, and so he then became my mentor. So even so he was a college instructor, but then went out to PT, yeah. and I probably stayed with him for gosh three years, and I spent a lot, right. a lot on my learning.
2: Mm. Um,
1: and so that's that's sort of, that's where I sort of yeah, and then and then I sort of just joined other, and I had then I had a life coach as well. Yeah, a long time ago, and that's how, and then I sort of got into life coaching. Yeah. And then from when I got to Wellington, I then had JP as a mentor. Yeah. And, and Corinne and my class, you was one of my mentors too. <laughs>
0: That's and, very and kind of you.
1: And it's important, and I think that I sort of in my week seeing you those three times, um, it sort of keeps me and I'm really not, not motivated, but um, keeps my mobility really good. And mm. I think, and you need to put yourself on the top of the list. And mm. so, every week you're the first thing that goes on eight o'clock. Bit of you. And, it's, and so then, but things get built around it. They're my yep. non-negotiables. Sure. Um, and you know, it's only i'm way or your way that um it doesn't happen. You know, yeah. I make sure. And yeah. I think that's what we need to do as well. With- I
0: think you're right. Yeah, it, it goes back to that ideal week again that you talked about with um <clears throat> changing your session times and having more breaks and taking the time to actually plan that out. And, and as you say it's that me time isn't it and it's not being selfish it's about carving out the space that you need for yourself so that you do have that energy and that enthusiasm that yeah. um is so important to to give to your clients
1: it just starts my day off really well you know yeah. i might have worked even before then and then i quickly come to the eight o'clock but i can't tell you it really makes such a difference and um yeah i i feel you know i, I haven't got any injuries
2: wow. um, and
1: I used to have a bit of a backache, I used to have a bit of a knee niggle, but I'd say yeah. doing it regularly and has made such a difference.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. In fact, you, so you mentioned that, and I haven't had one for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, I used to get niggles here and there all the time, and um, I can't really remember the last time. So you do this stuff, and you kind of start to take it for granted.
1: Yeah. And it makes you do it as well. So you took teach to other people, but it's not the same as doing it where it's just just for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's no, really good.
0: So. Yeah. And so um you you met JP in um in Melbourne, I believe, at um would it have been at the fitness conference?
1: Yeah, so yeah, at, yeah so that was in 2016 and it was shortly after my son had died. Oh, okay. Um, but I was, I was already going on this course before he died, and I thought, oh, I I'm still go. It was with the council, and so I had all my friends. Yeah. I, but I was really. It was only a few months after. Oh so yeah. Really deep deep grief, and yeah. then I think what happened? I went to his play workshop, and that's where I really felt um, at in my flow. And for that hour, I didn't think, and it was it was like a gift. Uh, and that's what I feel like I want to do for people. And it's, it's that, ex- that experience of not being able to think about anything else.
2: Yeah, my
1: yeah. connection of, um, you know, just just that hand touch of, you know, doing high fives. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah it was, you yeah, know, like not hard games, because I don't think my brain would have coped with it, because they were fun. Mm. And then I didn't have to think too hard. And yeah. and I do my energy just being lifted. And it's that's the gift I want to give other people. Mm.
0: So the timing was really, really important there, I think, by the sounds of things.
1: Yeah, yeah it was really, really. Um, mm. it, you know, but it then took me quite a long time after that to sort of get back into finding that connection. I sort of did fall down for a bit, but that's only, you know, that it was a very big trauma. So yeah, yeah. But I held on to that the whole time, about this wow. connection of laughing and play. And yeah. soon as I started again, that's just what I did. So I've not I've never ever since I've never ever done like a proper strength conditioning programme again. Ah, huh, really? i only done play. That was
0: yeah.
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes people ask me and I'm like, no, that. No. <laughs> um, even though I loved it, I did for years and years. Yeah. Um, but now it's all sort of strength at length now and hard. Yeah
0: yeah yeah so you obviously you obviously made that that really good connection with with jp and and the way he does things and you've incorporated that into yeah. your business and you're still um you're still on the next level program and enjoying the education there that's that's obviously something you've you've connected on on more than one level
1: yeah i mm. think um so i did the next level one and two and then i'm on the advanced where um yeah. sadly because it's obviously in australia and um, it's 5 hours Um, on a Sunday once a month but it's not just the connection with with JP, it's connection with the other people on the course and that's what the big thing is, it's that um, you've you've got new friends, and, and I think when you're a personal trainer at home, it's important to connect with other PTS. Mm. And I never did before the lockdown. And this uh, now I've got like, and that and like you, for yourself. You know, I've got these new new friends, yeah. and all that have got the same kind of thoughts as me and wanting to do the same things. So that's what I think JP has done really really well. Yeah, and and, and I just love the learning, and, and yeah, and so that's good. And and what you with with what you do as well it sort of incorporates that learning as well it's, it's very similar your, your moves that you do too which is the same as him
0: um, yeah 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 that's right i've taken <clears throat> excuse me i've certainly taken a lot from from those level one and level two courses and incorporated it into the the holistic movement coaching uh program that i'm on and um you know it's always a, a blend of all those things you know and you kind of find what works for you and, and what doesn't necessarily and that becomes what you do with your clients i think and and obviously learning is a learning is obviously a big thing for you that must be a an important value because it's something that's common to everything that you've done by the sounds of things and having a mentor
1: and so i love you know the day one with um dave low I, I enjoyed that that was very similar yeah. i'm also doing the mentorship with the functional um health solutions oh yes with dr stuart gillespie yep. that's really 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 interesting. Mm. Uh, and they do all different modules. There's a the one that I'm also doing part of it, um, to do with the trauma and brain, wow. and um, that's just started that module. And It's in it's all about the limbic system, so I love learning yeah. and we study, um, far too much, probably. But um, I, <laughs> and um, I really really enjoy it, and I love sharing what I learn. So it's everything's about helping my clients more, mm. and, and friends, family, anybody who wants to listen really. me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you're very good at sharing it as well. I've caught a few of your lives. Tell us a bit about the the lives that you do and the themes and so on.
1: Yeah, so um, that was all a bit, a bit scary, just to be honest. So when I started doing, because I started off doing videos and they just took so long and I kept yeah. changing them and didn't put them up. So I'll just go. <laughs> and instead sort of just yeah and it's sort of just like so the, so I said I started Monday and that's just um, Monday movement and it's all sort all sorts of things and so yeah. people generally write to me giving me a niggle or something and yeah. then I'll move on that that's how Mondays work really and if I haven't got anything I just randomly move and um, Wednesdays yep. is all sort of life coaching and Wednesday wisdom, and again, it's people. Once I started doing it, people then write to me with um, confident issues, self-esteem, and then I'll just go over what anybody's talking. And yeah. then Friday is more about inner health, and um, which um, is more to do with the like the functional um, medicines kind of side of things and mm. things about, about inner health, really. But yeah. what I'm finding is that they're getting a bit too long. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I've got to try and find a way to make them a bit shorter, and that's why I'm, I'm going to think about doing a sleep workshop, so that I can go into a bit more detail um, with with people with their actual problems because they're not. Um, I'm, I can't do it in ten minutes of, yep. on, the, on the live, no. and if it's longer, people are just switching off, which is fair enough because I don't like it if somebody talks for too long.
0: Yeah, fair okay. enough. Yeah,
1: but, well, I think on a workshop on a Zoom where you can have a bit more interaction. Um, it might be I'll keep people's attention a bit better.
2: Mm, mm. That's
1: what I'm sort of working towards.
2: That's good. That's good.
0: And so so, are you getting much um, feedback on the, the lives with those?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Uh, yes. Not so much. Um, well, at the beginning I did. I got more. And it's so um, the definitely the live coaching is the one where I've got most of my um, new business from, I would yeah. say um because i think people like the life coaching hmm. the moves i sort of got more people coming to the the sunday groups and things like that so they sort of want to be part of the group and part of the laughter so hmm. that sort of worked really well but yeah it's, it's a hard one i think it's people of that age they probably know what i are going to talk about now and so i think I've, you can only talk about the same things a certain amount of time you know? <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so i've got to be a bit careful so yeah. Yeah. wants
0: to eat the same way and
1: do this yeah. yeah 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 cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i think you've <clears throat> shared some some superb uh tips and i think some of the things that you've done are really good examples to people out there of, of a of a way of you know bringing a bunch of skill sets together and sort of delivering them in you know one package or one way of of, of you know <clears throat> i guess a solution from from a from a business point of view yeah. um, and you said you may have some some book tips i love getting book tips i had a book tip the other day which um i usually add into the the show notes so that if people are going oh what was that i didn't have a pen they can they can yeah. go back and and look at the show notes so i'll i'll get you to tell me what yours are and um and i'll write them down as well
1: this one i've had for years and years and i wish i'd taken more notice of it all those years ago i don't think
0: you can probably see it it's cool. oh yes i know Maybe. it
1: Eat, move and be healthy. you got that one full check. That I've got one, that one. Yeah, that is probably, yeah. when I look back now at those notes, I sort of think, oh, God, I wish I'd just done that back then. These um, yeah. are these books I'm sure people have got. So I really like the Exhausted to Energize, the Libby Weaver one. Oh,
0: Libby, yes. I think oh. I've read that one.
1: Yeah. This one is a good book. Um, oh, I'll screech it. It's called The Reflections on Health. Ah. Predictions on health. And on it's health. written by um Brian Hale, and he's a chiropractor kinesiologist. And his book is all about, you know, if you have um aches in your body, it's attached to emotion. And ah. um, it's a really good book, and he's actually based in Christchurch and's got a um, you know medical center there and yeah so I think there are people here in Wellington as well that do it but I actually go all the way to Christchurch back to to see these particular people and it's it's really good they they I'm not again it's one of those kinds of things that's all to do with energies and they can do healing and things but it works for me really well and Mm. uh, Mm. yeah
0: we've got to keep an open mind to that sort of stuff haven't we
1: and then just something else, not a book, but something that I do quite often is I've got my Gratitude Diary. Ah. And um, I, I really recommend um, when you've got something that every day that you're writing about your um, how grateful you are every day about all the smallest things. In this particular one, it's got how much and um, what you're doing for yourself, for self-love, mm-hmm. as well so you do something. Yeah. Rather- of the week on the monday you set your attention intentions for the week yeah and, and it's and and end at the beginning of the month as well and so it just keeps you on track yeah and keeping yourself really grateful keeps you in a very positive energy especially when you go to bed you're just sort of giving thanks for the day that you yep. had yeah and it's it's easy to forget so that is just something that <clears throat> get yourself a gratitude book or journal that's
0: awesome so is that one that you use is that off the shelf or
1: yeah um it is um I forgot which name it is um yeah yeah, yeah i forgot i got mine from um it's called i think scorpion books or something, or
2: something. okay
1: um, but um i've forgotten the lady's name melanie somebody yeah
2: and, okay
1: uh, any kind of um you know journal or something that, that one's yeah. quite nice Bit early, but um, it's it's still
0: nice. That's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, there's enough evidence out there to show that uh, gratitude is a key a key element of 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 health, mental health, and overall well being, isn't it? Definitely,
1: with your affirmations as well. You know, it's it's all about keeping your mind as positive positive
0: mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm.
1: Affirmations in the morning and gratitude at night.
0: Absolutely, I like it. I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm, I'm trying. I found an app. <laughs> it's not as good. It's not as good, but it's, um, it's a stepping stone for me. I think you know, I, I need to work my way towards the full-blown um, diary. But, um, yeah, I, I understand the power and the, the importance of it for sure. Definitely,
1: it's just getting into a routine, like anything. It's just making sure you do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's important to try and maintain those, isn't it? Especially in situations where we have lockdowns that throw us out of routine, because it's kind of like an anchor.
1: Yeah, and you just look for the small things that you're grateful for, whereas it can just pass you by if you don't. And, you know, can and sometimes I write the same things? You know, I really love the full moon. You know, and to the yeah. there, month this written down. I'm grateful for the full moon. I'm grateful, you know, to be able to go outside.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Good. So have you got into such a habit with it now that your brain is actually seeking those things out during the day and you notice things you may not have noticed before?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. And you do you do notice all the smaller things and
2: uh, yeah.
1: see like you know a butterfly or you see like a little bee buzzing in the lavender. You yeah. sort of notice it, whereas before I'd have been rushing so fast to get to the next thing, the next appointment, I would have missed that and yeah, uh, yeah. and I like to, every time I see lavender, I just like just sort of pinch it a little bit. Yeah, just, yeah. And, um, and yeah, I, I and you'd think I'd get fed up of doing that because, you know, it's on my drive. <laughs> but no, I don't. I, I sort of just makes that whole kind of, I've got lavender. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. you just don't really think about it. You just take it for granted. And, um, whereas if you are grateful and you do notice it
0: yeah yeah that's beautiful i love it um well thank you for those book recommendations i wasn't expecting so many it's fabulous i'll uh, i'll scribble those down um so before we before we wrap up um any other tips and i think you've you've given us a lot already and I, I i think that big one was having having a mentor having a coach that was was with you along the way on each part of your your journey and yeah. Um, and connecting into people with groups if you're on your own and and things like that but uh, any others that sort of stand out for you that you think oh yeah there's a gem
1: um I I definitely think it's the affirmations I think if somebody was to ask me in my deepest grief what saved me the most I would say it was waking up and with that I am strong and I I can do all those kinds of words. And so if anybody's feeling down, you need to grab hold of some. You don't need many. You just need maybe two or three that um, you write them down and have them by your bed um, because you need them in the morning And because that's usually if you're in a kind of dark place and waking up to the day can be really difficult. And so just something. So having some visual, even if you make it yourself, um, like some little pictures around you, um, I, I think I had I choose happiness and I still got that now.
0: Fantastic.
1: Um, because when you're so sad, you have to dig deep for happiness. Yeah. And so it's, it's pink and I, I love it. It's got white writing on it and, um, because it, it has to be reminded if you're sad. And, yeah. um, and over time, you you retrain your mind and um it doesn't mean you're you're just sort of dismissive of your sadness but it's that you're you're wanting your day to be good you want to be living for the living and helping as many people as possible and if you go with that if you wake up like that you almost bounce out of bed it's yeah. very, very powerful yeah. but if anything i would say get everybody <laughs> should have even if you're feeling great yeah. and isn't it, you know have, having some you know some, something around there and um, to help yeah. Good yeah
0: that's fantastic that's great and I think that can apply to any any parts of our lives can't it it's not just uh, a personal thing or a business thing but it can be a combination of those two as well as as well as you know potentially getting over grief or trauma or, or whatever it may be but um, it's a good way of like I said sort of having an anchor isn't it and, and, I, and sticking to a routine that's positive and it's shifting you in in the right direction
1: and you can just have it once to so say you were having troubles with um opening the fridge and grazing or something like that something called your fridge and they're like i'm, I'm not hungry <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> um, just to remind you that um that's a real bad habit um but people and just having something like that it makes you laugh as yeah. well you just have little notes around the house <laughs> to,
0: good to idea do. that's a good o- are you really hungry do you need yeah. a glass of water <laughs>
1: So, yeah, and the, have an arrow pointing to the sink or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's just things like that. It's just like triggers, visuals. I'm very visual, so that's the kind of thing I need. Yeah. But it could be, really, you know, you have to ring a bell or something.
0: Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Find what works for you and your brain. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah Awesome. I think we've covered a lot. I, I, I didn't look at the clock once and I realised that we've been going for nearly 40 minutes. So um
1: <laughs> I, mean, I haven't got my glasses on, so I can't.
0: All good. I just I want to thank you so much for your um for being so open and for sharing so much. And and I think you know people will get a really large amount of value from some of the wisdom that you shared. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And um I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. You will. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Karina. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode please leave a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now.